0: everybody. I'm Adrienne Cooley.
1: And I'm her husband, Kevin.
0: And we have been pastors at Harvest Church uh, for 20 years. 20
1: years. Married
0: for 30 years. 30 years. years. And, uh, you know, we want to welcome you today to a life that works.
1: Works. (laughs) Hey, it's not a perfect life, but it's a really good one.
0: It's a good one. It works. It works.
1: And we love helping people. Live a life that works. Yes. Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. And we want to encourage and inspire and equip people to live that kind of life.
0: Yes, we do. So, babe, let's talk this morning uh, about Psalm 23.
1: Absolutely. One of my favorite Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, if you're a Christ follower, we know that my God shall supply all your need, and that's awesome. So your need's taken care of, but here I believe God is saying, not only am I gonna supply your need, I'm gonna give you what you want. Yes. And one of the greatest success principles I believe on the planet is deciding what you want. The reason that most people do not have what they want is simply because they haven't decided yet what they want. What do you want?
0: Yeah. So, you know, the way to start, with like, what do I want? Yeah. Is to just really start with imagination. That's good. And today's episode is called See It and Be It. So we really want to talk to you about how you can literally see it and then be it.
1: No, for sure. There's actually a cool story in the scripture where uh, Jacob, God's servant, He's trying to move away from his father-in-law, and he says, hey, look, I'll take all the spotted and speckled cows out of your herd after they the ones that get the, the new ones. And he said, sure, that's a great deal, because they were all solid colors. But he took branches, cut stripes and spots, and put them in the water trough. So when mm-hmm. they came and they were drinking the water and they saw spots and speckles when they reproduced... They reproduced what they saw. That's so if you amazing. can see it, you can be it.
0: That is such an amazing story to me. And it really is. It reminds me of uh, a story I want to tell you about. I want to take you back to the Mississippi Pines where I grew up. And a time when I was probably 8, 9, 10 years old, I'll never forget this. It really just, I can i can close my eyes and I can still, I can just be there. We had a pond in our pasture. We had 13 acres and we had horses and cows. And I grew up on a farm in the backwoods of Mississippi. And I'll just never forget. There were times when I would maybe be discouraged or mm. feel like, you know, maybe we didn't have enough of this or that. Or I would see a friend who got something that maybe I wanted, right? And the Lord would you know, convict me not to covet. And I would, I would go back and I would take a quilt to the back 40, as my dad would say, mm-hmm. back behind the pond. And there was just this field of flowers, which I saw them as flowers. Now I know those were weeds, <laughs> but I would lay <laughs> Beauty my quilt. Is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> I would lay my blanket out on that grass and I would just lay there and I would just look up and I remember just seeing these towering pines and I would look over to the side and there was the lake and I would see horses off in the distance and I would just lay there and I would start with just being thankful you know and I would thank God for for what we did have and and I remember though I just remember so vividly dreaming of the day that I could travel the world, Mm. that I could like go to the top of the Eiffel Tower and, you know, that I could go to Hawaii and I would just lay there. I remember as a little kid just laying there dreaming of you know, of just going all over the world. And I get teary-eyed just thinking about it, babe, because I've been to all those places. I've been to the Eiffel Tower now, and I've been to Hawaii multiple times and around the globe and and helping you preach the gospel. And, you know, and it's just amazing that it started with that imagination and it, it, it built in me. And God began to like, I think, take, That hope that I had of a future that I knew nothing of. Right. Just a little Mississippi girl. And God began to just plant more seeds and, you know, bring people into my life that would, like Mm. you, that would take me all over the world (laughs) like that.
1: (laughs) Well, it's funny, though, is because and that sounds great and it has been great, but it's not like you married some rich guy who's taking you all over the world. I mean, I am a rich guy, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come that way. Wow. Um, I grew up in an underprivileged part of town. I was raised by a single mom until my later teen years where yeah. I moved in with my dad. And, you know, my mom worked two or three jobs just to make ends meet. And I had a very kind and benevolent aunt mm-hmm. in my family that, thank God for her, or uh, I would have probably suffered to, you know you know, it still would have been had a roof over my head. It's not like I grew up in the great depression or anything, but it's just perspective, but we weren't wealthy by any means. And I always say, you know, I was a white boy that grew up in the ghetto and you were a country girl that grew up in a double wide trailer, but it doesn't matter where you started. Yeah. If you can see it, you can be it. And I had visions in my heart of going around the world and preaching the gospel. I saw, uh, crowds and i saw multitudes receiving jesus and and we've seen those multitudes we've preached to them we've shared the gospel with them we've we've enjoyed the the travel we've not just traveled for that but we've traveled for pleasure as well right and so you know i want to ask those that are watching today um what have you imagined about your life Because you have an imagination and it can either work for you or it can work against you. So make sure that your imagination is godly, that it's not working against you, that you're not imagining the worst case scenario, that you're seeing yourself in a future that you want to be in. Yes.
0: You know, as you're talking about that, Kevin, I just, you know, we weren't planning on this part, but I just wanted to say to you, if you are maybe in that time of life, you know, where you're trying to decide what has God called you to. Like you said, I, you weren't a rich guy. I didn't marry a rich guy. And quite quite honestly, I was dating a guy whose both parents were doctors. And, you know, I could have gone that direction. Yeah. However, the crazy thing is one of those times we were in Maui, yeah. I was laying on the beach in Maui and you were canoeing with, with you can- and you were out canoeing with your friend
1: yeah.
0: uh that lives there and I got a call from a friend from high school letting me know that that guy had passed away because of drinking so much that he his liver just gave out. Mm. And so had I gone away that maybe I thought yeah. you know would get me out of poverty mm. you know in my own strength right but thank god that i followed his plan for my life yeah
1: his plan's better than my plan
0: yes and i married a guy who told me that you were going to take me and we we're going to live in a hut in you know third world <laughs> country and and i i was up for it yeah. because i just wanted to follow the plan of god but you know when we see it and be it i'm not mm. talking about just Wanting stuff, right. you know, and wanting this great life, right? But it's it's really it starts with imagining God's will for your right. life, and when we do that, mm-hmm. He just blows our mind.
1: He does because so if you are in a place in life and you just know you can have better do better mm. stick with us we're going to give you some handles today or if you've already got a great life yeah i'm so thankful for that and rejoice with you we're going to help take you from good to great yeah it can get gooder hallelujah
0: yes because the bible says to go from glory to glory there he wants go. us to go from glory to glory for
1: sure that's exactly right all right yes. so uh, i see you got a book over there on your table I do. it's beautiful some of my favorite colors and it's called Believe Anyway. Yes. It was written by my girlfriend. Yes, so Believe Anyway. It's a wonderful book.
0: This is actually the first chapter of Believe Anyway. This yeah, episode is it. based on uh, that first chapter called See it and Be it, and I call it my Terry Savelle Foy chapter. She <laughs> wrote the forward for <laughs> Aww, this book. It was so you, sweet Terry. to do that. And there's even a little mini vision board in here. We're going to get so to that good. later yes, on in are. the in the episode, but Uh, grab a copy if you haven't already of Believe Anyway. It's full color. There's all kinds of fun, fun things. Okay, let me show you this. This And and I'll say
1: too that I've read the book. It's for anybody and everybody. It's a workbook. It will help you to process and figure out what you want. Because like I said, many people, most people don't have what they want. Or most people who don't have what they want. It's simply because they haven't decided. This book will help you identify and decide what you want out of life.
0: So I should have picked it out first, but I was looking for this page. How cute <laughs> is that?
1: That's pretty cute.
0: This is like the armor of God girl style. Come
1: on. all right.
0: <laughs> and so there's just all these little interactive, you know, activities. Yeah. I, my whole big thing is that we're spirit, soul, and body. It's not just spiritual. There's also fun in life, and so there's actually yes. a little bit of fun in every chapter. <laughs> uh, there's crossword puzzles and all kind of word finds and stuff like that all throughout, and just all kind of fun things.
1: More stuff you can shake a Mississippi <laughs> pine stick at.
0: But at the end of each chapter, which is so cool, and we're going to get to that in just a little bit even more, but we talk about the baskets of life and setting goals. So we're going to get to that in just a little bit. All right.
1: Yes. So I'm going to read a scripture and it says, Proverbs 23, verse seven says, for as a man or as a woman thinks in their heart, so is he, so is she. So what you think about, you bring about.
0: Yeah. So, you know, if we actually believed this concept, Kevin, we would just, we would clean up our thinking huh. because we yeah. would realize, Oh, do I mm. really want what I just thought? Right. And then it another step, you know, do I want what I just said? We yeah, can right, either right. say what we have or we can have what we say. That's so good. And so that what gets old. Yeah. So whatever it is that's going on in your life, maybe what you are experiencing in life is not you know, what you're seeing is not what you're wanting to be. Yeah, And so then what do we do? What, you know, what would you say to somebody that finds themselves yeah. there?
1: Yeah, um, I think uh, I'm going to read another verse. Okay. Uh, I think the scripture says it best. Okay. Psalm 37:23. the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their life. So have you ever been trying to go somewhere and you're traveling and you... Realize that you're lost. Yeah. Um, Theologians say that the real reason that the Israelites wandered in the desert for 40 years is because Moses would not stop and ask for directions. Right. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Because he's a guy. How many times have we been going somewhere and I'm like, just stop and ask? But what do you do, though? If somebody calls you back in the old days, you'd stop at a payphone. Now, kids, a payphone is this thing that used to be on the side of the road. You put a quarter in. Anyway, ask your grandparents. But. You'd call and say, hey, I'm lost. And the first thing you would ask that person is, where are you? Where are you? Tell me where you are so I can help you get to where you want to be. Right. So that's where we're going to start today with the practical handles. We're going to help our audience identify where they truly are, where they really are. Okay. Because in Jim Collins' classic book, From Good to Great, he says you have to face the cold, hard facts. You can't candy coat it. You can't whitewash it. You can't lie to yourself and tell yourself it's better than it really is. You got to look at the cold, hard facts and start there. So that's where we're going to begin.
0: Okay. So this is an exercise that you can do. If You get a pen and paper and just write this down or in your notes on your phone. But I want you to ask yourself these questions and I want you to be honest. Okay. Because self-awareness is everything. What is your life like right now? What do you mean? What's your life like? Here's what I mean. Describe your walk with God. Ooh, okay. Describe what your family's like, good, bad, and ugly. Right. Describe your financial state. Okay. Your careers, your grades. Yeah. You know, are you making Fs right now in school? Are you struggling with your career, yeah. you know, in some way? How about your physical fitness, your health? Where are you? What is your mental and emotional yeah. state right now? And these areas,
1: I mean, financially, you know, if you're struggling, but like with your physical health, that's a place where people can, for some reason, lie to themselves for longer because it's not like, I mean, you could look in the mirror and go, oh, uh, I see. Speaking of handles, (laughs) I see love handles, but you can lie to yourself and go, no, man, I got this hoodie on. I look great. Right. But
0: you know, someone who does that to
1: themselves. You don't know how bad it is until you have an emergency yeah, and then, I mean, it's better late than never, but man, it's, you don't want to wait till you have cardiac arrest till you start working on your health. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yes. you have to identify where am I really, am I overweight? Do I eat a bunch of processed food and sugar? You know, do I drink enough water? Do I get enough sleep? Mm-hmm. You got to get a recognize. Yes.
0: And so where this is different than just self-help is this next part. Okay. Okay. So there's also, uh, here's the next part. Once you write that down where you really are, then I want you to write beside each one of those, you know what, by faith, where do your eyes of faith see you being?
1: There's that godly imagination.
0: Yes, that godly imagination. So go back with me to those Mississippi Pines on that quilt and let's describe where, you know, where God says that he wants you to be when it comes to your health and your wealth and your you know spiritual walk, all those areas that we just went over.
1: And when you're describing these things, use as much detail as you can and talk about it in present tense or even in past tense. You want to give them some examples of that?
0: Yes. So speaking of health um and physical fitness, he was actually describing me earlier because I am someone I joke. Not intentionally, I I promise. Not intentionally. I'm not dumb. But I teasingly say, you know, I think I have whatever the opposite of anorexia would be is I look in the mirror and I think I look way better than I really do. Oh, girl, and dead. it's not, it's it's not pride, maybe it is, but it's more like I don't wanna be honest. I want mm. don't want to face the self-awareness that I need to face. So so for me, one of my goals this year is I'm my perfect weight of you thought i was going to tell you but my my perfect weight of something something eight it rhymes so uh nice. yeah so that is a very measurable goal so for right. me to get there by a certain point this year right i have to know that this month i mm. want to lose five pounds
1: so the difference is not just saying um I'm going to lose weight this year. Right. You're making it measurable. Yes. Because denial is not just a river in Egypt.
0: It's me looking in the mirror. (laughs) Or it's someone who says,
1: I'm just going to keep charging stuff to my credit card. Yeah. As opposed to cutting their spending and saving or reducing their debt mm-hmm. or getting a side hustle to bring you more income. Yeah. Or, or just saying,
0: this is just how I am. You can, you can yeah. like it or lump it. I'm going to, I just <laughs> tell people off or I just lose my mind or, right. you know, I'm just afraid. I have phobias of everything. So we're going to
1: keep it in present or past yes. tense. Yes. like. I published my I wrote yes. and published my book this year. Yes. So I'm saying it in past tense even right. though maybe it hasn't happened yet. Yes. But if you do want to copy my book, go to uh. harvestmobile.com. Yes. And if you order now, we'll throw in a second copy for the same price as the first
0: one. Oh my goodness.
1: It's the only deal I could think of in short notice.
0: (laughs) So, okay. So Kevin, talk to us about the science of believing.
1: The science of believing. So you got to get your RAS in gear, your reticular activating system, (laughs) because what that does is when you want something or have something, then you start, that part of your brain, it starts seeing it everywhere. Right. So remember when you used to want a conversion yes and you would know any convertible on I would the road just, yes and would it notice. was
0: it was that there's something that happens in our brain right. that just connects differently and starts noticing every convertible at mm. first it was a jeep because i wanted a jeep And then I realized, you know what? Convertible. So the thing about the convertible was when I was a little girl, I spent summers at my aunt's house. Okay, uh, And they, she had a convertible, a convertible bug. This was in the seventies. And I remember she would pile her kids and us, all the cousins uh, in her convertible bug and take us to the country club where she would go play tennis and we would go swim at the swimming pool. So my whole life. I wanted a convertible and I wanted to live at a country club and take my kids to the swimming pool and play tennis. And how funny is it? That it's almost like it was a scientific thing in my brain, like that happened. That and the world calls this you know, you're manifesting things, or the universe is bringing things to you, or yeah. whatever. That's the kind of the law of
1: attraction, yes,
0: the law of attraction. But in reality, it's actually scriptural. Mm-hmm. And it's just physiologically yes. like part of, it's, uh, its science. It right. all agrees. The word and science In the book actually, of
1: Romans, it actually says, it's, in chapter four, it says that faith, it calls things that be not wow. as though they are. Yes. Now, the difference is we don't call things that are as though they are not. We don't say, if doctor says, oh, I'm sorry, you've got cancer. You go, I don't have cancer. I don't have cancer. No, that's right. that's denial. That's not faith. And But what faith does, it says, I don't deny the fact that I've been given this diagnosis of cancer. I just deny cancer's right to stay in my Mm. body because by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. You take a truer truth, a greater truth, and you exert its dominance over your circumstances. that is so good. So you call things that be not, things that God has promised, things that be not yet in your life, but you say them as though they are. So this is a faith principle.
0: Yes, it is. And you know... That and it'll work me, for anybody. It's yes. the
1: law of faith. Just like gravity will work for anybody who jumps, jumps off the roof of the building, Gravity's going to work. True. The law of faith will work yes. for anybody, whosoever will.
0: Yes, and you know, Kevin, one thing I think about with this situation, even with the convertible, it's not like I went through my whole life, like, I have to have a convertible. I really want this yeah. stuff. I want to live at the country club. No, I actually didn't. I You actually taught me this when we first, maybe we dating, or when yeah. we first got married, and you were asking God for money for a missions trip, and mm-hmm. he said to you, don't ever ask me for money for that again. Your part is to seek me first. Yep. And he said to you, "My part is to add all these things to you that's right, and you know what? I desired those things, and that's so neat that's all this'll just yeah. get me again because of how much God loves us because for yeah. me, I was going to be a nurse and I stopped that because I wanted out of poverty. And so mm. I was going to get myself out of poverty and I wanted to be do this and I wanted to do that. Sure. And I was going to be a nurse practitioner and all this. And my and there's minor, nothing wrong
1: with any of that. Right. There's nothing wrong with hard work and right. trying to pull but yourself up me, by your bootstraps. I
0: knew that God was calling me to ministry. Yeah. yeah. And so I really actually laid all that down. And I encourage you whatever God's calling you to, His word ways are so much higher than yours Mm -hmm. if you can start to see what he sees in you instead Mm. of what you want to see what I want I want I want I mean we live in a country club right now and there's a pool right up there
1: that's amazing after the pandemic (laughs) we put our house on the market and four hours later it sold and just I mean Cool thing after cool thing. It's crazy. Got a house in that in that crazy market for a steal of a deal. A steal of a deal. Oh man. But it's 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 the favor of God because yes. favor ain't fair. That's right. And when God's hand is on your life and when he wants to bless you, nobody can stop it. Yeah. And a lot of times though, we stop ourselves by mm. not believing. You gotta sing that old journey song. Don't stop. Believe eh, it. Eh, eh.
0: Oh man, I wish I could join in with you, but for your sake, <laughs> okay, I didn't. don't <laughs> know. No. But
1: uh, let's talk about the baskets of life because okay. you know what? How, how do we, you know, eat an elephant one bite at a time? What are the seven bites or the seven baskets that we need to kind of categor- categorize our life into? Okay, so to have a balanced life.
0: Yeah. So this is at the end of each chapter of Believe anyway, and it's spiritual. That's a basket. Okay. Personal, family. Financial, yes. Social, career, and health. And guess what? I just learned of another basket.
1: Oh, really? There's so if you have believe
0: anyway, write this one down. And it's one more that some people are starting to use. Yeah. And it's called environmental.
1: Isn't that good? That's interesting. What does that look like?
0: It looks like you know, surrounding yourself in a inspiring space, or you know, like maybe for some people, they live in the south and they really want. To be in New York City. And so they they make that their goal and New environmental. York City. Right. Or New York and they want to be out in the suburbs. Sweet they want home to Alabama. be in Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Or just hmm. whatever, okay, you know, downtown versus, yeah. you know, by the water, whatever.
1: I like that. Is so, isn't that neat? Tony yeah. Robbins, a self-help guru kind of guy. He's has found that typically people are going to focus mm. on one Maybe two, but one of these baskets mm-hmm. or areas of life at a time. Yes. Why is that?
0: So it's focus, you know. Okay. Focus.
1: Broken focus leads to failure. Yes.
0: And 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 I think we even almost like naturally know that. You mm-hmm. know, when I when I like by memory say all of the baskets. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Am I really gonna admit this? <laughs> the one that I would always forget if I was just saying it by memory.
1: Yeah. Oh, See, we're trying to help people have a life that works. So you got to be honest.
0: I got to be honest. It was physical and health.
1: But you don't forget that one anymore. I
0: don't. It's at the top of my list now because yeah. I'm focusing on it. There but that's what Tony's trying to say yeah. when he, you know, talks about that. So gotcha. I encourage you right now to like look at those baskets of life and think to yourself, you know, what are the ones that I need to focus mm-hmm. on most? Because some of them, you might be like, "Oh, that one's good." Because some good. of the
1: baskets aren't as full or overflowing as the others. Yeah, and you know, when we might have friends of ours that they do really well in a certain basket, and we're oh man, in a, in a, in envious maybe isn't the right word, but we respect what they are doing in that, area and we're like, "Oh wow, that inspires me. That right. sharpens me. How can I get better in that basket yes. of my life?" Yes.
0: And you know, for us, I remember this happened one year, several years ago. We were like, we don't have any friends. I guess we'll <laughs> go eat worms. No. But we were like, we need friends. We need to put a focus on that basket. Yeah. So do you remember what we did? We yeah. made like a hit list we and we made it a focus. we picked six couples and we're like, it took us all year to hang out with those six couples, but have them to our house. And also we're like showed
1: us that we're way too busy.
0: I know, but that was amazing because we like. By, say, July, we're like, oh, my goodness, we only have gotten together with two or three of them. Right. Well, we had probably hung out with other friends. But mm-hmm. but we really upped our social game that year. And it was, it's been amazing because it's continued ever yes. since then. So what basket of life do you need to spend some time in prayer? Because here's the thing. We've got to get a vision for our lives. Yes, and what is good. a vision for your life? Vision, we're talking about see it and be it. And so... You know, really, our, one of our main mentors, Jim yeah. Weidman.
1: Brother Jim, brother Jim. He
0: married us. He has been with us through it all. And he says it this way. What's a vision, Kevin?
1: The way God said it's going to be
0: That's right. for
1: you yes. or in your life.
0: And so when you start there yeah. from that place, right. you get your will in line with his will. Come on. And then you have word to back it up. Yeah. And I mean, you just see it and you just be it.
1: Preach, preacher woman. Preach. All right. So let's talk about vision boards for a minute. Or okay. vision. I have a vision book. Yeah. So this is this cool leather bound book that I ordered. Got my name on it. And I've got on the first it says life has an exp uh, life has an expiration date. So wake up. And live the dream. Wow. Don't roll over, roll out. Conquer your morning and you will win the day. Now, if you win enough days you win weeks if you didn't win enough weeks you win months and years in your life okay
0: let's get real i was really vulnerable Mm -hmm. so how long how long have you had that in the front and you're looking at it day every day
1: and it says my morning routine is on point did it look like that mm -hmm. when you
0: put that in there
1: um no I i struggled with it for about two years but you got it now i got it now girl but for two years, I wow. would look at this and just feel condemned. I'm like, <laughs> my morning routine's not on point. <laughs> but what did you do? Did you quit? Did you? Ha-
0: what, what kept you it going? It was
1: discouraging. I kept looking at the vision. I kept reading it and declaring it over myself as if it were true. You kept seeing I it. I kept seeing it, and eventually I started being it. And I'm not out of the woods yet, but I am on my way. That's so cool. So uh, I've got I found out some things that I know are God's will. I've got them in this book. Um, morning routine was the first thing, and they line up with I uh, have some declarations that I speak over my myself and my staff and team and friends and loved ones. Um, there's our new house, and I, there's a stack of money. I don't know about you, but we need a little cash in our life. That's my amazing body right there. <laughs> I just cut my head off and put it on. <laughs> Uh, That's funny, but hey, I'm gonna look like that at least for a minute before. But
0: you're measuring. You checked just recently your body fat
1: percentage. I'm down three percent my body fat. Uh, My goal is ten percent body fat. I'm I'm not gonna live there, but I don't know if that's sustainable. But I want to see my abs one more time before I get too old. (laughs) And but I'm gonna jump down to ten percent. I'm about eighteen percent now. And, and then I'd like to live between 15 and 17%. I'd be happy with that. But I weigh in. um, I check my macro. I track my macros every day. Uh, It's very, very intentional. Mm -hmm. You don't just see it and be it and look at a picture of a buff guy. And eventually you're a buff guy. (laughs) You've got to put some habits and systems in place to create the results that you want. Because again, we're reading a couple of great books, Atomic Habits. We're reading Craig Rochelle's. Hey, Pastor Craig, thanks for listening. (laughs) We're uh, we're reading his great book called Lead Like It Matters. And so it's not a people problem. It's a systems problem yes. so anything that you have in your life you have this system in place to support that so yes. change your systems change your results
0: so good yeah and so that's that has been such a huge thing i've learned in this book is that systems produce behaviors behaviors produce habits mm. and then habits, habits produce results come on And so that's what we're talking to you about today. We just are sharing with you a few systems. There's so many more that we've discovered and we want to share them with you. Why would we keep this to ourselves? You know, we have been able to see it and be it to a degree in our lives and, just to the point that we have a life that works. It's yes. not perfect. It could be better. We can we're keep yes. we're growing. We're growing, keep
1: growing and keep moving forward. But
0: we want to invite you to join this journey with us. So... You know what? Go to our websites, adriencooley.com, harvestmobile.com, embassyofhope.org. Yes. Go to our websites and there's resources. There's co- online courses, happy
1: coaching.
0: Yes. There's books.
1: Books. There's She's messages. Got books. I've got three books. Tons of
0: messages on our website. This guy is a preacher machine and you will laugh and you will cry and it will move you, Bob. <laughs> our kids watch Veggie Tales <laughs> when they're a little. Sorry.
1: But All right. Put a bow on the show, girlfriend. All right. What do we want? them to go away with the number one thing
0: we want you to go away with hope yes the number one thing is hope you can do this yes see it and be it and you know what if you're not seeing what you want then change what you're doing Mm -hmm. if you're not seeing what you want in life look look higher Mm -hmm. look at his word look into his word and his word will help you see yourself the way God sees you. Yes. And then you will begin to see everyone else around you differently and everything else around you differently. You can see it and be
1: it. So follow us on Instagram, PK Cooley, Addie Cooley. Follow us on Facebook, Kevin Cooley, Adrian Cooley. And I'm still on Twitter. Kay Cooley, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I, quote some, I tweet some cool stuff. And go me and, and
0: subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast. Yeah. If this brought value to you, if you know someone who could really use this today, you know what? Share it. Share, Share it. it on your socials. Give it away. Yeah, copy the link and text it to your friends and family. If you have a family group like we do, put it in your family group, uh, text message group. Just share it out and let it help us spread the happy, like I like to say, and just get it. this message out because who doesn't want a life that works?
1: We're out of time for today. We're so thankful that you tuned in, that you listened, that you watched. Please share and subscribe like Adrian said. We love you. We believe in you. And we're praying for God's highest and best for you. Until next time, keep living a life that works.